from today's gospel. Praising God with a loud voice, the Samaritan prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. Then Jesus asked, were not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? In a minute, we'll focus on this single verse in which Jesus highly commends one of the lepers for realizing that God deserves his enthusiastic thanks and praise. But first, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, a reminder that we have gathered together today as we do every week throughout our lives to give God our adoration, thanksgiving, and endless praise, all conducted within the framework of the Holy Eucharist, which is also described in the Book of Common Prayer as the great thanksgiving. We'd all like to see ourselves in this one leper who makes time to leave everything else in order to come to Jesus and say thank you for what he had done for us, undeserving as we are. Imagine how excited he was and wanted to make a beeline for home or friends or whatever, he went to Jesus. Additionally, we have marked this day in a spirit of heartfelt thanksgiving as our 2022 Senior Appreciation Sunday, an occasion to acknowledge and show appreciation to the seniors among us who have helped make St. George's Church the wonderful, vibrant, spirit-filled family that it is today. Seniors, dear seniors, your church family wants to sincerely honor you, thank you, and express gratitude to you and to God because of you. Speaking of the importance of expressing gratitude, we see from the Gospel account that expressing thankfulness to God is of very high significance to Him. This is certainly Jesus' clear message in our Gospel passage for today. Now consider how grateful every one of those ten healed by Jesus of their leprosy must have been in today's gospel. In Bible times, leprosy sufferers had to live under the curse of leaving their homes and families and living together with other lepers on the outskirts of the town. They would have to scavenge for food. They were forbidden to have any contact with people who did not have the disease. 
and they had to wear rags and long hair so they would stand out, and even to ring a bell and shout, unclean, as their early warning system, lest anyone would unknowingly try to approach. One of the sources I consulted says that a leper was not to come within six feet of any other human, including his own family. That should ring a bell. Some of you got it. <laughs> the contagious disease was considered so revolting that the leper wasn't permitted to come within a hundred feet of anyone when the wind was blowing. Lepers lived in a community solely for the other, lived in a community with other lepers until they died. They were completely cut off from physical contact, shunned, feared, and living like the walking dead. I just said that beyond any doubt at all, every single one of those ten lepers was immensely grateful for what Jesus did for them. But sadly, only one remembered to express his gratitude appropriately by returning to thank Jesus after being healed. We can only conclude that this one Samaritan who came back to Jesus to express his profound gratitude was extremely pleasing to the heart of God. Note that no mention is made that the leper, instead of returning, or in addition to returning, or in substitute for returning, I should say, to God, just uh, sent him a thank you note. But praise God with an enthusiastic, loud voice, and then prostrated himself. He wanted to leave no doubt about how grateful and excited he was that Jesus restored him to his family, his friends, and to the land of the living. Which reminds me of the profoundly valuable lesson we can all learn imparted in the well-known children's song, If You're Happy and You Know It. We all know the words. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, stomp your feet, and shout hooray. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, do all three. In other words, the song's message is, if you're happy and you know it, don't be shy about it, but show it and let your appreciation and gratitude all hang out, especially in showing thanks to God. 
So the take home for today is for everyone to understand the double importance of heartfelt gratitude to others, especially to God, and then the importance of enthusiastically expressing. It's not just the need for gratitude, it's the need for expressing our profound thankfulness to God and then to others as in a ripple effect. Some of you are thinking, but what about those many times in our life when we are not feeling like clapping our hands, stomping our feet, and not in any mood to be shouting, hooray? Here's St. Paul's answer in Ephesians. Be always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Exploring that topic would make for an entire sermon series in itself. For today, let's leave it at this. The believer's sincere thankfulness is grounded in God who is and in what he has done through his Son, our Savior, the Lord. Considering the many losses that come with aging, and we all are, every single one of us is a day older than we were yesterday, seniors and all of us have a crucial lesson to try to learn and to apply when it comes to thanking God for each and everything that comes into our lives, good or bad. As many of us are learning and trying to apply that lesson in our, and many of us are learning and trying to apply that lesson in our lives. But I find that it usually takes a while to get there, doesn't it? Because health challenges or mobility issues keep them away, we don't often see some seniors in church, possibly leading us to conclude that some of our 344 members over age 75 have put themselves on a shelf or consigned themselves to God's waiting room, waiting for him to call them home. But I can assure you that many seniors <clears throat> are quite actively interested in and still want to be a contributing part of our church family. Many of our incredible seniors here remind me of the man from the early days of football. Apparently, this is a true story, although I lack many details. But it was his 102nd birthday, and he had given an interview to a journalist who concluded their time together by saying, I hope I can be here again next year as you celebrate your 103rd. Without missing a beat, the man replied, I think you'll make it. You look pretty good to me. 
we have some seniors here like that who are humming along while they're in their late 90s. As I visit with our seniors, I am constantly inspired by their interest in St. George's and their continuing concern for our members of all ages, which has led them to a card writing ministry or phone ministry or volunteering to raise funds for the Episcopal School of Nashville, inviting neighbors for dinner, Bible study, book discussion group, or other fellowship opportunity. I intend to be like these revered and precious members, seeking to wear out rather than to rust out for the glory of God. Although they have had to modify their ministries as they've aged, their intention to remain active in some way in their church family is admirable. Acceptance of their many losses and adjusting their ministries accordingly, like the loss of health of loved ones, breakups in their family, loss of their large, beautiful homes in which they brought up their families, disposing of the many treasures gathered over the years which they have had to part with in downsizing, loss of independence, no longer able to drive or visit or shop or come to church unless offered a ride, dependent on others for necessities like groceries and making doctor appointments. Because most seniors are no longer employed, they usually have plenty of time to contemplate God's innumerable blessings over their lifetime and to become more and more devoted to giving God the hearty thanks he deserves and craves. It is you seniors and your determination to become the person that God created you to be that we honor and celebrate today. You are an inspiration to the rest of us. I myself am seeking to imitate our countless St. George's outstanding examples of thankfulness and untiring service to God and others as I begin to experience my own losses in my golden years. You will often find me responding to your, how are you doing today, query, with Dave Ramsey's spot-on response, better than I deserve. And I really feel that way. In closing, Charles Stanley offers a suggestion for an expressing sincere thanks to God by writing a thank you note to him. 
What a wonderful idea. How about getting a jump start on Thanksgiving Day during the 50 days left between now and then by energetically thanking God for one different thing each day that you have never thanked him for before? Trust me, you shouldn't have any problems finding something to thank God for that you've forgotten all these years. We so often take God for granted or settle for thanking him half-heartedly and insincerely, perfunctorily, if you will. And with God helping us in all things, how about developing a habit of thanking God for those disappointments and failures over the course of our life which have brought us closer to him. Finally, I pray that regardless of age, each of us might grow into being generous, let me even say conspicuous, in manifesting continuous and energetic gratitude toward God, toward our seniors, and toward one another. To put it in a nutshell, like the Samaritan leper, if you're blessed and you know it, then don't be afraid to show it. And start with God first. Let us pray. Gracious God, you have given us so much. Give us one thing more, grateful hearts. And may we, like the Samaritan whom Jesus healed, make time to return to you and give you enthusiastic thanks. We know that if we here at St. George's are where we are today, it is in significant measure due to our seniors, to their prayers, their sacrifices of time, talent, and treasure. We thank you, Lord, for them, and that we stand on the shoulders of giants who show us the way and who continue to inspire us. We ask you to bless them abundantly as they have blessed us abundantly. In all things, Lord, help us to show for to you and to others enthusiastic thanks and praise. For that is what we were created to do. For the glory of your name, amen.